Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and I want to welcome you to a conversation with Greg Wagner. He is a founder of CEASE, Citizens Educated About Solar Energy, and he has done thousands of hours on the large development of these solar uh, projects. And Greg, I just want to thank you for being with me today. You're welcome, Del. And Greg, we actually, we've moved into having two issues on this uh, subject. And one is the solar, and the other is who's going to control this county? Is it going to be the citizens, or is it going to be the solar energy companies? Because the state is moving so fast and putting in uh, agencies that are not really elected by the people, and they're going to make the decisions of this county, and they are basically paid, the only money they get is what they get from these uh, permitting, these companies. That's how they make their, that's how they make their income. So we are at a really uh, tipping point of who is in charge of our county. Is that right? Well, it seems to be that way. The FSEC, the Energy Facility Site Evaluation Council, is in our county now, and they are in the process of certifying the Cypress Creek Renewable Carriager Project that's going to be west of Goldendale along the Knight Road area. And they are basically in charge of that certification, basically a permitting process, and it's being done at the state level. So they are in control of it. We are allowed to make our comments at various hearings and, and write in statements uh, in opposition of it. and. Uh, you know, telling them of our concerns, but I don't really feel like our concerns are very much interest to them because when you read the RCW 8050, which gives them the authority to certify projects, renewable projects in our county, it, it's basically slanted towards uh, the renewable corporation, in this case, uh, Cypress Creek Renewable and their carriager project. Uh, all the wording is basically for the renewable corporations and uh, very little concern about how we as citizens feel about their certification process and, and how it's going to impact our future. Well, I'm really concerned about this that I found out that ABSAC only gets paid from the permitting the people that are permitted. And this is actually a conflict of interest. And they come into the county and they're going to be the ones that control what this, uh, whether the citizens want this or not, but they're going to be the ones that control whether we have it or not. And this is a really a, a troublesome area that we're getting into right here. Well, I think they have two conflicts of interest. One is the, the, the director, the chairman, the, all the people that are in FSEC are appointed by the governor. So in order for them to retain their jobs, they have to please Governor Inslee. And the other conflict of interest, I was told by Director Sonia Bumpus of FSEC that they aren't paid through taxpayer dollars. Their salaries are paid by the fees they charge the applicants. That could be uh, a nuclear site, a wind, solar you know, biomass, whatever renewable they're putting in, that's how they make their money. So, you know, when a person's paying you, as in they collect their, their paycheck from the applicant, this 
this time Cypress Creek Renewable, that makes them biased, you know, where they're getting paid by them. So they feel like they have to give Cypress Creek the results they want. And that just hurts us citizens because we have very, very little say, if any, in in their procedures. Well, you know, the whole thing that bothers me is it's just like uh, the uh, the county and the um, the planning commission and stuff. I mean, we should have uh, of some kind of a receipt of the uh, assessments that they've made as far as. Uh, the impact that it's going to have on the erosion, the water, the endangered species, and everything else. And we don't seem to be paying any attention. We're just letting them go along. And it almost seems like the commissioners are sitting there waiting for uh, ABSAC to make the decision so they don't have to. Well, that's true. I mean, when the Cypress Creek Renewable and their carriager project they do various studies with wildlife habitat, Glinton glare, socioeconomical, stormwater, all kind of studies. And they've had these studies done by a company called TetraTech. And TetraTech is investi- being investigated right now for fraudulent uh, reporting on their environmental studies. So I say a lot of their, their reports are inaccurate or ought to be in question, ought to be redone by another agency. FSEC has the power to hire their own agencies instead of allowing the applicant to hire the agency to give the applicant the results they want. And it is, it is still slanted towards these, these corporations. So the, the county still has some input in this. And, you know, the commissioners, two of the commissioners have spoken up. Jake Anderson hasn't. The county prosecuting attorney fails to represent the citizens of the county on this issue. So FSEC is pretty much in control, and it could be the commissioners are sitting back uh, allowing this to happen so they don't have to take the blame for anything. I have no idea about that. Well, don't you feel that we should be able to see the uh, the work that they've done on site, um, on the site qualifications that uh, – for everything that's involved in this. I, I I think that should be public information. It should be put out. The commissioner shouldn't be letting us know what has been done, how, how much of an impact this is going to have according to EPSEC or whatever. So we can take a look at what they have actually, uh, the site, the, what they've done on site evaluation. Well, the FSEC website, you can go there and you can go to energy projects and you'll find Carriager. You can open that up and you can see these studies that they've done. I mean, that's if a citizen has computers, which many people in our county don't have, and that doesn't give them access to that information. But a lot of it's there, but it's still, I've gone through a lot of that information and it's very questionable. The the comments, the statements they make, so much is uh, inaccurate. Much of it's missing. Many of it's much of it's false. And the county, we have a planning director. We have various people in the county that should be reviewing that and picking it apart and showing FSEC how carriagers' reports are inaccurate and false, and force FSEC to do do additional studies and maybe take it upon themselves to hire their own agencies to do those studies instead of relying relying upon the applicant. 
Well, Greg, there's just a whole lot of questions on, and this is the largest thing impact on this county that has ever been. And, you know, the attention that the commissioners are really not paying attention to, I mean, the transparency and what they know and what, what is, uh, these companies have proposed to the county, everything should be brought out in the public so we can make a, uh, you know, a logical decision on the, uh, regulation and ordinances that need to be done. And you have set aside and put out uh, a proposition on ordinances that I think is just fantastic. I mean, there's no question. There's It covers everything. And that is, it's simple. It's easy to understand. And, uh, but it covers the whole uh, solar uh, problems and negative part of it and everything else and how people should look at this project. And I think that the commissioner should take a good look at your proposal myself. Well, the first question you had there was about local transparency. And I agree with you. It would be nice to know all the inside information that the commissioners know that Dave McClure, the planning director knows and uh, Mochi Limblad, I'm sorry, the economic development, Mochi Limblad, the planning director you know, the various people that are involved with all this, but we're not privy to that information. And yes, I did do some solar ordinances and they are pretty good. And I wish the commissioners would look at them. I remember them some time ago, year and a half ago, they looked at them and, and uh, kind of just, you know, thought they were too much, but uh, this is the future of our County. We need regulations on the solar development. Unfortunately, the, Local ordinances would only apply if a solar company wants to be permitted through the local uh, procedure here in our county. And if our, if mine or any of the ordinances, let's say the planning commission develops are too stringent, they'll just go to FSEC and, and be certified and permitted through FSEC. And the problem with that is once we have ordinances, we basically say, the county says we we approve of large scale solar development in our county because we have ordinances and that's basically a land use decision. And FSEC will, or Cypress Creek then will be at FSEC saying, uh, they'll use our ordinances against us because that will be a, a land use consistency issue. And they, they'll be able to then say that their project is consistent with our land use policy. Well, the whole thing is, Greg, it's just like all these decisions on the impact of solar should be addressed, uh, the negative part of it should be addressed, and how we're going to enforce ordinances and regulations for these. Not only that, but we're looking at nobody knows what the taxes are going to be. I mean, they're on a a wish and a hope that we're going to be able to get all this money from taxes, but there's no commitment that these are going to be taxed on uh, a fair uh, industrial solar um, industry or anything. It's just, you know, we're go- basically the developers have told us we'll pay you what we want, I think, is what we're looking at right now. Well, the solar companies want to come in here and act like they're just good-hearted people. They're here to benefit us, and that's not true. Their first 
August 20, August 3rd, 2021, when they had their community outreach at the Goldendale Range, they told us that the project was going to be 1,225 acres and that they would give us 17 to $28 million in taxes. Now, the April 25th meeting they had, they said the project would be 2,108 acres and they would give us 19 to $30 million. So you can see their information isn't accurate, probably intentionally so, because they've probably planned, this is phase one, there'll be a phase two and a phase three after this. But if you look at the 19 to $30 million that they are going to give our county, which isn't really they're giving it to us, they're just paying the taxes they're supposed to pay but the $30 million they claim their project's gonna last 30 years. So that's only $1 million per year. You know, that's not a lot of money when you think about how much money the corporation is making. So they're really not doing anything great for us. And, you know, then you have the, the county issues of how the assessor does the assessing of the personal property. The solar company only pays tax on personal property. They don't pay the the real property tax, that's the land. So the county assessor using the cost-based method of appraisal gives them an eight and a half percent annual depreciation on their personal property. So when their personal property values go down, the taxes that the county collects goes down. And if you look at how wind has been done the same way using the cost-based method of appraisal, we've lost millions of dollars in tax revenue from the wind. So all the promises that the wind corporations made to the citizens back from 2004 on, they never came true. And the solar corporations are making the same promises and they won't come true. All you have to do is look around Goldendale and see if its prosperity has grown and the economics have grown around Goldendale and the town looks the same from 2004. So all that promised money didn't materialize or it went somewhere else, it certainly didn't go to help the county and, and the town of Goldendale. Well, I think we have a lot of questions that need to be answered. And the non-transparency really leaves a lot of suspicion of what's going on behind the doors there and who is really uh, in control. Are, are we getting, um, you know, just lip service from our local government or do they really think that we are um that they are able to do anything to help us out i don't know i mean it it just seems like we just keep kicking this can down the road nobody's standing up and making a decision that this is what this county wants and this is what we're going to do but well my viewpoint and many others that i've talked to dan christopher the commissioner said he stood in front of the local grocery store and took a survey and 85% of the people said they didn't want large scale solar in the county. So I believe that back in 2011, when the planning commission uh, said that they studied the marijuana issue and determined it posed a safety, a danger to the safety, health and welfare of the citizens. And they banned marijuana from the county. And now we have even a greater danger of lithium ion batteries and solar panels and that creates a greater danger to the safety, health, and welfare of the citizens. I believe the only real way to protect the citizens and our county, the environment, is to ban large-scale solar from 
the entire county. Well, Greg, I just want to thank you for being with me today. And I think that, you know, there are so many issues that need to be dealt with before we even consider moving forward with any kind of these solar developments or anything that we need to protect this, the citizens, the county. And that's what, you know, that's what you've been trying to do. You've been, uh, you've been on radio, you've been in print and everything trying to let people know. I mean, you've done so much work uh, trying to inform people the dangers that we're looking at. And so, you know, I don't know how Tuesday is going to go, but I think this planning commission better start paying attention to what the future of goal of the click attack County is going to look like if they don't start taking immediate action. Well, the citizens have an opportunity next Tuesday at 6 PM at the golden at the click attack County services building, downtown Goldendale on the second floor commissioner's chambers, the nine member citizen based planning commission will hold a meeting. They are going to discuss this issue and hopefully they will allow citizens, uh, two, three minutes, whatever, to voice their concerns, let them know how they feel about this so that they can make the right recommendation, either ordinances or banning solar from our county. They make a recommendation then at some point to the Board of County Commissioners and the Board of County Commissioners will make a decision one way or the other on it. So it's Tuesday night, 6 p.m., Click Attack County Services Building, downtown Goldendale. I encourage everybody to be there because it's you need to voice your concerns about this because this is your future. If you say nothing today, you're going to have solar all across this county, and it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to benefit us. Well, Greg, I just want to thank you. And would you let people know how to uh, get in touch with your website or get in touch with you if they have any questions or comments that they'd like to make? Sure. My email address is cease2020 at AOL.com, cease2020 at AOL.com, and you can look at our website, cease2020.org. And we've been talking with Greg Wagner. He's the founder of Cease. And Greg, I just want to thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. And I hope that people are paying attention and will get involved Tuesday and and voice their, voice their opinions on what is really going on in this county. Well, thank you very much, Dale.